How's it going? This is Grant doing my podcast for my sports broadcasting class. Um, I'm going to be talking about the one o'clock game today in the NFL, going around the league, uh, talking about a few of the things that I saw, and then we're going to be talking about the uh, interesting day of college football yesterday. Um, few few upsets that were surprising to me, so uh, let's just kind of hop right into it. Um, we'll touch on the college football first. Um, yesterday, few big upsets uh we had kansas state beating oklahoma uh tcu beating texas and then i think the really surprising one for me yesterday was michigan just absolutely throttling notre dame in their game that was the shock of the day to me um i know we talk about how jim harbaugh his team doesn't usually show up for uh big games or anything like that but damn they showed up and they showed out yesterday. They put a hurt on the Fighting Irish. Didn't watch much of the game. Kind of just checked the score here and there. I saw they were up like 17-7. I think they ended up winning 45-7. to Something ridiculous. I think Jim Harbaugh also kind of put it on them at the end. I know they're scheduled to play each other again. Not till like 2023 or 2033. Something like that. So Michigan's going to be holding on to this one for uh, quite a few years uh, until they play again. Um, The other game that was also obviously really surprising for me was Kansas State and Oklahoma. That was a complete shocker to me. Did not see that one coming at all. That was the second biggest surprise of the day for me. Kind of watching that back and forth at work, just kind of catching clips of it and stuff like that. I don't know the type of day that Jalen Hurts had um, in that game. It looked like they were actually being kind of shut down a little bit, surprisingly. I don't know much about Kansas State either. I don't really keep up with that team, obviously, that much at all. Um, they were uh, they were uh, holding their own, though, against, or, uh, against Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley's potent offense. Um, I don't know where they fell to in the rankings. Uh, I'm sure they fell into the top, you know, like 15. They might still be in the top 10. I'm not a hundred percent sure though. (coughs) Um, also yesterday we had Texas losing to TCU. Sam Allinger had a, picked a really bad day to, um, not be on his A game. Uh, it's just a classic Texas game uh, for the past few years, choking against teams that they should handle. Um, guess it came back to bite them in the end, though. They went on a walk-off field goal against the University of Kansas last week and then come up and lay an egg in Fort Worth yesterday against TCU. Ellinger threw for, I can't remember how many yards, had four interceptions, though, which is by far his career high. I think he had three all year going into that game. Those four. Um, yesterday so not a good look not a good look at all um yesterday we had lsu and auburn play and i've been on this train since really week one bo nix is not a good quarterback i know he's a freshman and all that like i you know freshmen are gonna make mistakes but he is not good i don't know who needs to hear that but watching that game i think at one point going into that final drive when he kind of threw that garbage time touchdown it was he was like 12 of 33 or something like that from not even 100 yards. It was – he's just not good. 
He's not good. I've been trying to tell people that for a long time. I know Auburn fans just don't want to hear that at all. But good Lord, they are not good. Or not they. He is not good. Um, LSU, Joe Burrow, another f- fantastic game. I think that might have been the biggest the biggest hire of the year uh, in college football is hiring that uh, passing game coordinator from the New Orleans Saints because, my Lord, he's made Joe Burrow. I mean, you got to think if he came out this year in the draft, he's going to get picked first round, maybe the second round. I don't know. Don't know if it's a fluke or if this is what Joe Burrow actually is. Um, but, damn, he's been – much as it pains me to say, he's been money for them. Um, also, wanted to talk about the Alabama game for a little bit. Just kind of like the landscape of the SEC, in my opinion. Alabama, I, I, don't, I don't even know who they've played this year so far. I don't even know if they've played a ranked team yet. Um, they usually, I don't even know if it's usually, so they sometimes kick off the year in a neutral site play somebody ranked, you know, top 25, whatever oh, they did. I think Duke was ranked when they played that kickoff game this year. I think I could be completely wrong on that. Throttle them. Their season is just starting. It's just starting. Um, not this week, but the week following when they play LSU. For the love of God, can we get Nick Saban to schedule somebody? I know he says that they, they will schedule anybody or – I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't think they've played a non-conference road game in Nick Saban's tenure, which is almost unheard of for a bunch of these coaches. You look around, you know, LSU's doing a home-and-home with Texas. Uh, let's see who else in the SEC that I can just pick on for a second. Um, Georgia did Notre Dame. Like, you got to get out there and play. You got to play somebody. A&M's doing the Clemson. Uh, they did a home and home with Clemson. Like, go and challenge yourself or challenge another team. I'm sure they play LSU in two weeks, and they could probably play Appalachian Community College the following. It's just, it's ridiculous. And watching that game last night against Arkansas, 48 to seven. I think it was 31 nothing going into halftime. Like, it, the SEC is just overrated. It's Alabama. And it's LSU, and that's it. Georgia lost to South Carolina, trash. Mississippi State, trash. Auburn, overrated. Um, Florida and Dan Mullen, don't really know what to make of that team. I know they're seven and one, but I we'll see when they play Georgia next week. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the SEC East is just horrendous. It's just absolutely terrible. You have Florida, Georgia, then whoever the hell else you want to throw. Talk about Tennessee is really bad. They beat South Carolina, who beat Georgia. South Carolina is obviously bad. Vanderbilt's a dumpster fire. Missouri started off hot. They've dropped two in a row. Lost to Vanderbilt, lost to Kentucky last night. Um, I don't even know what the records of those two teams are. I think Vanderbilt's won two games, and not even sure about Kentucky. It's just a really, really bad comp- division in the conference, I should say. The West isn't much better. A&M's overrated. I don't even know if they're ranked. Um, Mississippi's really bad. Mississippi State's really bad. 
it's just this is basically the SEC championship game right here. Alabama and LSU. Alabama's going to play Auburn at the end of the year, whatever. They're going to beat them by 30, guarantee it. So that's kind of where I'm at. I just wanted to talk about for a little bit. Um, now I kind of want to talk about the 1 o'clock games and what I saw what I, while I had a chance to watch. I've been at work for most of the day. Um, the Seahawks and Falcons game, I mean, that's – we know what the Falcons are. Played without Matt Ryan today. Um, it – from what I could see, it looked like Matt Schaub had a decent day. 39 of – I mean, geez. His first start of the year, and he's on the ball 52 times for 460 yards and a touchdown and interception. Okay, wow. Good for Matt Schaub. Welcome back. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Falcons do. One and seven this year. You just – I wonder if – depending on the severity of Matt Ryan's ankle. I know he was supposed to be going through pregame warm-ups to see how he felt. It was kind of like a game-time decision. I don't even know if it's worth him coming back this year, honestly. Like, watching him just get hit over and over again, it's just got to be taking a toll on his body. I mean, on his body right now. And one in seven, what are you really playing for? Right now, you're playing for a draft position. Why not just roll out Matt Schaub the rest of the year and see what happens? Um, don't risk Matt Ryan getting hurt even more for the rest of the year. Uh, let's see who else we had. I saw Daniel Jones had a solid day. Lions beat the Giants. Uh, Matt Stafford's been hot this year. I don't know where he ranks in terms of passing yards amongst the league, but him. Sure, he had another 300-plus yard day against the horrendous Giants defense. Um, let's see what else we had today. The Bears game. It's actually something I wanted to touch on for a second. Watching the final drive of that, and I see Mitch Trubisky you know, run for the first down to put them in field goal position. And then I saw after, after the game was over and they missed the field goal to lose, I see that instead of trying to gain a few more yards for their field goal kicker, they knee it and they call a timeout. What? Why? What are you doing? I know a 41-yard field goal should be kind of like a chip shot, but kickers are head cases. They miss one, and then they just absolutely defeat themselves. They're just hit or miss after that. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. Brett Maher will hit a 63-yard field goal to go into halftime, and then he'll miss a 33-yard field goal later in the game. It makes absolutely no sense. I don't get it. But Matt Nagy, help out your kicker. Get the few extra the few extra um, yards. All it does is increase your percentage of making it, right? I don't think that's a crazy theory to have. So, I mean – I don't know what, the, what he was thinking with that. That was not a uh, good decision on his end. Um, also, the Bills and the Eagles. The Bills are exactly who they are. That's, they're the most overrated 5-2 and two team in the league. Um, Josh Allen, 16 of 34 for 169 and two touchdowns. Like They play in the AFC. The AFC is not very competitive, in my opinion. They play in the worst conference in the NFL. Uh, the AFC... East is just a dumpster fire. 
it's just absolute trash. Uh, so wasn't surprising to me. I picked the Eagles with did a picking with a few of my buddies, and that was just the easiest choice to make. As much as I hate Philadelphia and would have loved to pick Buffalo, I just you, I don't trust that team for anything. Um, but right now, kind of just watching these four o'clock games right now. The Patriots and the Browns are playing, and the weather's disgusting, but uh, probably be the Pats getting it done. Uh, and the 49ers looking to stay hot against Carolina. They'll probably get the job done in that one, too. We'll probably get to see what Kyle Allen actually is and if Carolina wants to hold on to Cam Newton before the trade deadline. So that'll be interesting. But uh, that's my podcast, and thanks for listening.